0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Come to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me, as always...
1: Garrett Jones. How's everybody doing out there?
0: Going pretty good out here. It's uh, beginning to look a lot like, well, not quite Hoth, but feeling like Hoth. Uh, (laughs) It was... uh, in the 20s, when I woke up this morning, out here, so winter. As to uh, to uh, paraphrase a uh, a line from another franchise, winter is coming.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it was it's been getting cold here the last.
0: What the heck, hold on. Uh, you're that. calling me. Ignore that. That was weird. That shouldn't have happened. <laughs> Someone in Garrett just called me on Facebook. Yeah, about. I don't
1: know, I'm weird. Um so yeah, it's a uh, it's been cold here like our our mornings are like somewhere in like the low 30s, high 20s.
0: Yeah. It can get uh, that cold in
1: California? Oh yeah. yeah. Special in the Central Valley. Like we've had in fact Saturday we had what's called tule fog
0: hmm.
1: which is um you get it in farmland area where, especially in valleys, low lying valleys, where the um, whatever moisture is in the soil mm-hmm. evaporates out because of the heat and then condenses into fog and yeah. it just
0: lingers for most of the day. Oh, see, I thought um, California was all like sunshine and palm trees and big yeah, girls in bikinis. Yeah, down in or... Southern
1: California, at, you know, Los Angeles, San Diego, that kind of thing. Oh,
0: I thought it was just all in California. I thought it was either that or like the fog of San Francisco and
1: Well, our, our fog doesn't move as fast as the fog in San Francisco. It's not like John Carpenter's the fog, but Uh-oh. it's it is thick enough that you could if you're not paying attention, you'll have car accidents. In fact, I was taking my son to school this morning and literally like less than a mile from the school, right? As I'm turning onto the road that it's on, there is a car accident. A uh, truck went into some some other vehicle and the front end was completely destroyed because more than likely they were driving too fast and they weren't paying attention to the fog it is really easy especially if you have like a white or a silver colored vehicle to blend in with the fog and if you aren't driving with your lights on that makes it even worse and it can be- get bad
0: So, yeah. All right. Yes. Well, we're not here to talk uh, the weather in our respective states and how crappy it can be. Uh, we are here to talk Star Wars. And following up from last week, a uh, fun little time we had of um, going through and fan casting the. Um, Shadows of the one. Empire. Shadows was of black. the Empire. Um, I thought it would be a fun idea, as I mentioned last week, to do the X-Wing series. One of my favorite series growing up as a kid. Um, and now I know that, Gary, you weren't as quite as familiar with it as I was. I had to even do a little more research because it had been a while since I had I'd read the books and I had to kind of refamiliarize. Um, how was, how was that for you? I, you know, kind of going. you know, I never really, know? I never really got
1: into the books. My, my best friend, John did. Yeah. He loved them. He's got several of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just have never been able to sit down and enjoy them. I, yeah. I do want to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it is. Um, it's harder to do now. I do like uh, Michael J. Stackpole. He is a very good sci-fi author because I know he did a lot of the writing on most of them. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not as familiar with the series now. What's funny is there are there is at least one name that you sent me. Um, uh,
0: Cornhorn. Cornhorn.
1: And yeah. Like, I'm not entirely sure why that name keeps
0: popping he be- up. He, he became quite a kind of a central figure in the EU, in the old EU, what's now yeah. Legends. Um, in fact, uh, if you ever remember, the there's a book called I Jedi. Yes. He was the central character of I Jedi. Right, okay. That's uh, why. Which I believe that was a Stackpole book too. Or is that true? Is it, that was. true? Yeah. it was. Yeah. It um, was. So much in the same way, that Thrawn was created by, um, yeah. Come on, you got this. I do, I do. Timothy's on. Timothy's on. I, I was going to Thrawn Thrawn's on, Thrawn's on. Wow. Uh, here's, <laughs> here's my Star Wars card. I'll just hand it back to you right now. Um, uh, Corin was the uh, invention of, um, of Stackpole yeah um but yeah um kind of kind of the same th- with with horn though i it's it feels like it's one of the, he's one of those characters that's very similar to han solo very similar to um the guy from last week um oh oh um dash rendar rendar um you know, except he's a Jedi. Um, but they're all they're all from from uh the Corellia, they're all Corell- Corellians. Yeah. The all gun deck well, kinda and of. the
1: thing the thing about Korin Horn is that he he kind of reminds me of like a very young Qui-Gon Jinn, just the way he he's styled and designed. Yeah. A lot and what's interesting is he wears a lot of earth tones, a lot of greens. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of a, a neat
0: character bit for yeah. him. Yeah, and, I, and what was funny is when I was trying, when I was looking, you know, trying to get um, either uh, drawing renditions of him or a co- you know, comic book, every picture I found had him as older. Like there's, there's, I couldn't find many that were from the this era where the X-Wing books are set. Because the X-Wing series is set in right in the aftermath of, of um, uh, after the Battle of Endor, yeah, that, and so it's he would have been late teens, like early 20s, right? It, yeah, he would have been well, at least in his 20s, because I believe he had been part of of Endor, because I know one of the other characters, uh, Taiko Sel-, Sel-, Sel Selaku, uh, um, mm-hmm. was a part of the Battle of Endor, uh, right? He was head of Wraith Squadron, he was part of. Of that. But yeah, he would have been like late teens, at least early 20s, maybe late teens, depending. Um, And one of the names that came up was when I looked up. Let me.
1: I'm seeing, like, one bit of fan art here that makes him look a little bit like uh, the dude who played Sawyer on Lost. Yeah. And then uh, another one that makes him look like, uh, oh, what's his, uh Irish actor.
0: Um, One name that came, that's been coming up, I've seen a few places is, um, let's see if I can... Uh, there's um, another.
1: There's another one that makes him look like Sean Patrick
0: Flannery. Okay. Uh, one. Uh, uh, I've seen some people say Toby Stevens uh, from Black Sales. Yeah, I can see that as well. Um, yeah. Uh, one person on on Reddit said uh, Twilda Swinton playing Gary Oldman playing Cornhorn. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's funny that <laughs> yeah yeah i thought that was funny <laughs> well you know looking at looking at at Corn horn as a as a character um who do, who would you put in as uh as a the actor to be playing him
0: oh honestly i
1: Oh, with is... actors that we've got out right now,
0: mm. that is a hard one. That is a hard one. I because, like, if if we were to go with current day
1: actors who are yeah. who have some some level of popularity to them. Um, like I would go with like, based just on, on the appearance that I'm seeing. And if we want to go with someone who's in their twenties, maybe thirties, I would say something along the lines of like, maybe Tom Holland. I could Yeah. And, and, and here's why Tom Holland, like he's, he's been trying to get into the, the, you know, more mature roles. He's, you know, because despite the fact that he's played Spider-Man now, like what five or six times. Yeah. He's not a teenager. He is in his mid to late twenties, mm-hmm. but he still has that fresh face and he could easily pull off being a early to mid twenties corn horn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So now I think, that,
1: I think that would make for a very interesting, um very interesting um, casting choice.
0: Yeah. Um, the other character I want, I want to get into is, um, well, let's, let's hit on, on Taiku for a second. Okay. Um, because one of the, one of the things I think, cause he's, by the time we hit the X-Men series, he's a little bit older. Uh, he's close to Wedge's age. So by this point, probably 30s, mid- 30s, early 40s. Um, I think you could get away with even playing them a little bit older. I'm thinking Daniel Craig.
1: You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I, I looked up images of Tycho on on Google and, and one of the first a, things that pops up is a, a picture of a young Daniel Craig, Craig. probably around the same era as um, yeah. when he did
0: uh, the first Tomb Raider movie. The, the, the thing I'm, I'm getting is every drawing I've seen, he's got this bushy blonde hair, very curly right baby face. Uh so you want you want someone who's like that type of like a like a very young faced so actor.
1: So my thought and this is this is where I'm throwing this one out like I like the idea of where you're going with that but with Daniel Craig being, you know, close He's to 60, I, yeah. I think yeah. I think that would be pushing it a little bit too far. Um yeah. my 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 thought would be to throw in Garrett Hedlund from okay. Tron Legacy. Okay. Okay. Because one, he would be the appropriate age. He's, he's about, he's early, late thirties, early forties. Um, he's got the, the, he can do the, the dusty blonde hair, you know, long, short, whatever you need it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen what he can do in a Disney production. Um, and I think he would be, I think he would
0: be spot on for that. Oh, I just had it. I just have to, I had a thought. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, I just have to look up see what his name what his name is because I don't remember
1: you remember the movie he was in
0: Uh, no he has the wrong color hair you could dye it but I think Finn Wolfhard I think mm-hmm. if you dye the hair blonde he was from Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, he's in Stranger Things,
1: right, right, right. Um, Finn Wolfhard f- for, for the for part ta- of Taika?
0: Taiku. maybe a little bit too young. He's way,
1: too, he's only twenty. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I mean, he's got the right look,
0: but like he is, he is, uh, he's definitely you, too young. You want someone who's at least going to be old enough to make it believable that he's the he's he's earned that rank of being a squadron leader.
1: Although he would, he could make for a good uh, corn horn. He could, oh yeah,
0: yeah, he could make for a good corn. Now, what about wedge? I didn't really think about wedge because you, you. <clears throat> for
1: wedge, I would, I would, I would go um, closer to the direction of, um, of. Um... Because you said that Tycho and Wedge are about the same
0: age, correct? Close to the same age. Yeah. I'm yeah. guessing, yeah, they're going to be close to the same I would age.
1: Say, I would say someone like Nicholas Holt. Okay. Nicholas Holt has got good comedic timing. He's got good a good sense of action. He's done a variety of different characters, uh, both, you know, serious and manic. Um, you know, he, he can play the subdued character. He can play a more active character. It just depends on what we're looking for him to be. Yeah. But I, I like him. He's a he's a good actor. He's come a long way as uh from you know where he was twenty years ago, um, starting off as a child actor. And he's he's really kind of done well. And like, I mean he's recently been cast um as uh, as Lex Luther in in J- uh, James Gunn's uh DCU. That could be very interesting.
0: Yeah. One very- we- I I I've been um a lot. Of, I'm hearing a, a few speculation that he could actually be playing a version of the Taiku character, going back to Taiku. Mm-hmm. Um, is Jude Law.
1: Yeah, yeah, Jude Law. I think. I think. I think that he'd would be, be he... a
0: little bit older. He'd be a little bit too old, and I mean, uh, he's going to be in the new Skeleton Crew. Well, Jude Law is fifty. Yeah. So I mean, it could it could theoretically work. Um, yeah. Depending on when the Skeleton Crew. You know how they want to how they you know how they want to work work with that and do that.
1: Yeah, i I think I really do think that that could work because then you could have uh, you could have him um, playing that playing that character as because t- I mean if we did want to go with an older more ranked
0: or seasoned veteran, yeah, I think he would, think he would make a good fit. And you could um, also do the same thing with Wedge, do an old and heck if you wanted to. You could even have if you want to have it set a little bit further into the future with an X-wing series, with them bringing back Rogue Squadron. Heck, you could get Dennis Lawson to play Wedge. You could just have him play an older Wedge, like in someone who's rank, you know, become an admiral and he's reached that rank, you know, um, it because he. I mean, I, I see no no reason why. Depending on when you wanted to set the set the you know set set it set it to be at. Yeah, um, you could do an older wedge and an older Taiku, and have them played by older act, you know, older actors.
1: Yeah, I think that would, I think that would be kind of cool. Like
0: now, go if on, go they ahead. did it as,
1: it would kind of be neat to see X Wing done as a as a memoir type of thing from Wedge's yeah, perspective, cool. and so you mm. get this, you get older Wedge played by Dennis Lawson, um, telling what happened or giving yeah, an account yeah. to whoever's you know talking to him. And then bam, you've got you, The you it, it jumps back to showing a younger version of him played yeah. by Nicholas Holt or whomever yeah. ends up
0: playing him. Now, every good story has needs a good villain. And when I was you know first reading these books, Yazine Isard was one of my favorite villains. Uh nicknamed Iceheart, just to give you a sense of this who you know, this character's personality, she... Earned that nickname Iceheart because she had her own father executed. She ordered the execution of her own father, oh. like uh, director of Imperial Intelligence. And I sent you the picture, yeah, the drawing draw mm-hmm. edition of it. For me, one name comes to mind: Julianne Moore.
1: You know, I keep seeing that popping up as well. In um...
0: I see, I seen that. I see, I could see that. I could see because the character
1: is um... very similar to her President Coin character from The Hunger Games.
0: Yeah. I could see I could see that one I could see um I think Angelina Jolie would do it Angelina Jolie could be a good ones. one too Like and she likes the she
1: likes these hard edge weird characters especially someone who's got like heterochromia with the blue and the red eye and the
0: Yeah like, I know out very well I wanted to say Helen Mirren but I think Helen Mirren would be a little bit too old for the character Yeah
1: Helen Mirren is yeah Helen Mirren's somewhere between 70 and 80
0: Yeah and, and
1: while she still looks very young for her age um we're yeah, dealing with is, a character who yeah, at the most
0: is in her fifties. Fifty, maybe early may, maybe early sixties. Right.
1: Although although
0: yeah, Angel Angel Lee
1: is only forty eight. So I mean she could I mean and then you've got Julianne Moore who is sixty three. So Julianne Moore, I think, would um, be on the on the, the outside end of that. Yeah. Um, and while she'd probably do a good job with it, I, I think having someone someone who's like 40s to 50s would probably
0: what be, about uh, what about Jennifer Aniston? Interesting. You know she because she hasn't really done a lot of serious stuff. So it'd be interesting to see if she could do. A serious, like a very seri- a is, serious. Role. Yeah. I mean, well, she has done some serious stuff. Like the role
1: that she played in Rockstar was a very emotional role for her. Yeah. And while she's done more romantic comedies and, and, and stuff like that,
0: uh, and I just see her play a villain. It,
1: it, like, it would be fun to see her play against type. Yeah. She's, yeah. I mean, because essentially, she, like when she played Rachel on Friends, Rachel is the prota- essentially the protagonist of the show. Like yeah. everything happens because she shows up into the lives of her friends. Yeah. So I think that would be, you know what? Probably more so than anybody else. I think Jennifer Aniston would be probably a, the best fit for that. Cause like yeah, she's doing some stuff now on the, uh, what's it called? The morning show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's on, that's on Apple. I believe and she is she's doing really well like it's it's serious drama like there's some i think there's some comedy elements to it but it's not like what she has done in the past
0: yeah
1: yeah because it's it's listed as a drama television series um uh Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell. I think I you know what? I think she would actually be a very good casting choice for mm.
0: Uh, for iSard, yeah, yeah. So, what about since we talked, we talked about this last week? Uh, director,
1: well, for this one, like with X Wing, given the fact that it's that it was a book series and not just a standalone novel or story, I would do it as a
0: TV series.
1: I would do that. This is one of those few shows where I would, or one of those few projects that I would say would work best as a film uh, not as a film but as a, a television series oh, series yeah it would because then you you can do a little bit more with the uh, the long form storytelling mm-hmm. um it and you can do a lot more and the best way to do it would be like do it as like an anthology series like mm.
0: like each season deals is with what is one book well like if there was I think there are like four or five books in the series. So you can do each season as a book
1: or yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. But I mean like um, it would, yeah. I mean you could do that. And what I would personally, I would prefer to do is I would like to have just because I like John Favreau so much and I would like to see him get some kind of redemption here. I would want to have him come back and and spearhead this show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd like that too. Handling
1: the writing, handling directing of at least three episodes a season, um, giving it at least the same number of episodes as like a season of Mandalorian, not six, not four, like at least a solid eight to 10 episodes. And then giving giving him the ability to actually do something with it without any without any interruption mm-hmm. or interference from the
0: studio. Yeah. 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 I like that too. I, I actually like that idea of doing like an anthology series like that. Because that way you could get different you know, different It wouldn't just be one director, you know. Um because there's been a lot of really good directors who have done show you yeah. know episodes of the different TV TV series. So yeah. The the yeah. other thing I would I
1: would I would like to see is as a potential director to come in on this would be Jason Reitman. Oh, because like Jason Reitman as a director, like he has done some really cool stuff in his career. Not just not just the uh, the Ghostbuster stuff, but I mean, like I mean, like he his work in on film is is really really inspiring because like um just looking at his previous his previous uh, directing credits i mean uh he directed thank you for smoking which was critically acclaimed yeah he directed juno which was which was an award winner Mm -hmm. he's directed at least one episode of saturday night live so you know he's decent with comedy he directed two episodes of the office uh, he directed the film Young Adult, starring Charlize Theron, which Charlize Theron actually I think would do well as the as I, as Isard. Isard, Isard. But yeah. the problem is she's been doing a lot of, of villainous roles lately, chiefly uh, the Fast uh, and Furious series, the last couple films in that, and mm-hmm. I think that would be a little bit too typecasting for her. Yeah. Um, and then he teamed up with her again in 2018 for Tully um about the the single mom with like four kids or something like that yeah um he uh and then uh, and then you know ghostbusters afterlife was fantastic oh, cool. um and then really he's, good. he's got the next ghostbusters movie coming out in this coming summer so i mean like yeah i think having him come in for at least one or two episodes would be great direction mm-hmm. because he, he brings a good style and a sense of cinematography. Yeah. But I mean, but even bringing him in on a, as a producer would be cool because like he's done some real like as a like he was an executive producer on Whiplash. Uh, which is about, you know, the, the drummers. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a um, executive producer on Jennifer's Body. He's an ex- executive producer on the Hugh Jackman uh, movie uh, Front Runner. Yeah. So, I mean for a guy who's only 46 years old and following in his father's footsteps, I think Jason Reitman would be a good fit for doing something like this, at least on a
0: partial basis.
1: Yeah. What
0: about, cause I know she is supposed to direct the original rogue squadron movie. What about Patty Jenkins?
1: I would say bring her in. I think, yeah. I think, I think having like, if we could incorporate some of the stuff that she was working on for rogue squadron yeah. into yeah. this, in fact, having like a cup, like one season devoted to rogue squadron.
0: Yeah that that would like redeem everything that Disney yeah. dropped the ball on with because I was, I'll be honest with you. I was excited because when she talked about, when she did her uh, the little teaser trailer and she talked about her father being a, a fighter pilot in Vietnam uh, yeah. being one of the last aces and wanting to do the ultimate fighter. That's what she said. I've always wanted to do the ultimate fighter pilot movie, but I just haven't had the right story. And then this this drops this dropped into her lap to do a Rogue Squadron, so she's able to do her love of Star Wars and her love of of uh, fighter pilot movies that combined into one. I'm like, I was so excited, and then, then it would got, be epic. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Let her, you know, like like you said, you know, do do you know entire series. I think
1: doing something like that would definitely. I mean, obviously, we're if this all of this is conjecture because I mean. If only we could fan cast this whole thing. I know. I know. Um, you and me as creators and, you know, letting everybody else do the work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, The I, I think it would be really cool. Yeah. Really cool to, to give, them, give them back an opportunity to uh, have that redemption that has been stripped away from them by Lucasfilm and Disney over the last couple of years.
0: Yeah. Well, we are coming up on our time. So it's been a fun discussion. This has been, especially for yeah. a series that
1: I was not as familiar with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think this is, we should, we should, uh, do this more often. You know, I, I,
1: I my, here's my suggestion. And, yeah. you know, we'll ask the fans what they think as well. But, uh, I'm thinking we do, uh, at least one fat fan cast a month.
0: I like that idea.
1: Give ourselves like time that. to build up and be familiar with the story. And yeah. then, yeah. Jump into it,
0: definitely, definitely. Um, well, uh, Garrett, why don't you tell the fine people out there where they can find you at on the interweb?
1: Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram and X at gkj underscore publishing, where I talk about my show the right way, uh, as well as my book series, the Archives of a Syncran. My book series, uh, there's five books out. Uh, it's an epic fantasy. Uh, you guys can find uh, links for that on my on my YouTube and my Instagram uh, connections. Uh, my YouTube channel uh, is called GKJ Publishing, where I do my show the right way. The right way we uh, we talk book recommendations, author interviews, and we do creative writing tips. Uh, there's a new episode launching this Saturday, the 16th. Uh, the uh, content for you: we're going to have a children's author named Chris Weimer providing her top 10 book recommendations as guest host. I'm doing an interview with Ben Sheridan of Fun Employment Press, which is a uh, an indie anthology uh, like literary magazine, as well as creative writing tips on rhyming poetry.
0: Nice, nice. As for us here at War of the Stars, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, one of the best ways to do that is through our email. It is warofthestars1 at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on X at War of the Stars 1. That's easy to remember. And on all other social medias, just look for War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. We are, of course, a part of GNN. If you wanted to let us know who you would cast in any of the shows that we've talked about, uh, book series that we've talked about, let us know in the comments when this is posted. Um, as you know, GNN, we are fueled by fans. So we want to know who you would cast as these different characters. Uh, yeah. You can find us pretty much everywhere on GNN. Uh, just, just search for Geek News Now, wherever you po- podcast, you can listen to us there. Um, if you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash war of the stars um, is the best place to do that for now. Uh, that about wraps it up. So as always, well, remember. Oh, we, we do
1: have to give them a little bit of a heads up for what's coming up in the next couple of weeks because we are okay. coming into
0: the holidays. Yes. Um,
1: And so we have one last episode for 2023 coming up next week. Now, this can either go one of two ways. We either we will be doing our annual live stream of the Star Wars holiday special.
0: Because we'd love to torture Garrett.
1: (laughs) Yeah, barring that, uh, we may have some other content as a as a pre recorded episode. We will Mm -hmm. keep you guys informed. Uh, After that, we'll be taking a brief break. Uh, for the holidays, for Christmas and New Year's. We'll be back the following week after New Year's uh, yeah. with brand new content,
0: and uh, we'll have something really cool cooked up for you guys. Uh, we will. Uh, as always, remember, this is not just my Star Wars. This is not just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, may the Force be with you. Mine! I will help you why not. Yeah. Hashtag justice for Wedge. Yeah. <laughs>